Hey, Jay. Yes. Remember the other day we were talking about things you get in trouble for with your spouse, but they're not your fault? Yes. Uh, I you had, had a one, breakthrough that day. Yeah, we did have a breakthrough, and I've since had a, a, a one added to the list. Okay. We were driving to uh, to Cunningham's recently for their uh, holiday hoot nanny, and uh, whatever happened to make us leave a little bit early, which is rarely the case with me. Yeah. But I said, hey, okay, I'm I'm ready. Let's go. And Deb came uh, out of the house, and, and we got going. She goes, oh, I don't have my glasses. Oh, because you came early. Like you, <laughs> you threw me off my game. <laughs> I'm like, so it's my fault that you forgot the glasses that you need? Yes. Yes. As she smiled through the accusation. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Those are, those are the things we all deal with with our partners. God yeah. love them. Yeah. We'll talk a little bit more about that, too, but also how you get in and out of social situations, which at this point in the year, you likely have a bunch going on. At this point in our year, we'd like to say thank you very much for spending any time with us on the pod, if you have. Yeah, and you know what? Feel free to use this as a recruitment piece of audio if you want to, because we have found out recently that we are now Montreal's favorite morning show. That's true. Which is awesome. Pass it on. And that's because of you guys. So if you can bring some more people to the party, please do. Thank you very much, you guys. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. And thanks for listening. This is the Mornings Rock Podcast from Show 97.7. What is something that your wonderful, beautiful human of a partner blames you for that is like completely out of your control? From Billy. (laughs) What about being complained for other people like our kids (laughs) when they misbehave their mind? When they listen, they're hers. It's a lose-lose, he says. Like they say, though, happy wife, happy life. They do say that. Emphasis on the question mark. Love the show. Mm -hmm. Have an amazed balls day. Show rocks. That is from Billy. Good luck to you and your day, Billy. So this came up again last (laughs) night, and it comes up every time we do it. Last time my wife was, like, trying on a New Year's Eve dress, wanted her sister's opinion. She's like, take my picture. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. So this happens every single time. I take the picture. She looks at them. She's like, look, look, my eyes are closed. Like, that's my fault that she chose to blink. Like, literally, she's like, why can't you take the picture better so I'm not blinking? I'm like, why can't you keep your eyes open? (laughs) I'm I'm sorry. Am I wrong? Well, you're not 100% wrong, but did you just take one picture or did you take five options and Oliver. If I take five, the two that she liked were the ones with her eyes closed. See, that I would have liked that one, but my eyes were closed. Or, well, she'll, or she'll say, you're not wearing your glasses. I'm like, sure, but I'm doing a burst of photos. I'm holding the camera steady. The camera's doing all the work. Whether or not I'm not at 2020, I think is irrelevant. <laughs> is her full body in the shot? Yes. Dom the Painter's with me. Dom the Painter's <laughs> with me there, too, from 1197.7. Not taking, quotes good pictures. I guess it depends on what kind of painter Dom is to determine why he's not taking good enough pictures. Maybe, maybe his wife's standards or his girlfriend's standards are high because of his artistic excellence. Nah. No. <laughs> so how about you? Is there anything that, that you get blamed for that you're like, yeah, but I, but I can't control this? Um, I'm going to go with no... I don't think, I think we've had moments probably in the car and probably, but no. Just one second, I have to update my list. Of what? Things that make Sharon an angel? Sharon's wife, (laughs) still perfect. 
<laughs> Armor unpierced. Don't worry, I won't give up. 11977. <laughs> Unlike Sharon, for the rest of the world, your partner Maybe blames I... you more than likely for something that is completely beyond your control. Maybe I just need a reminder. <laughs> certainly I have done something wrong. And certainly, well, Deb, Deb doesn't do much wrong. Oh She's just nice, you know? Eleven ninety seven. She's also awake and listening, so she's really nice. <laughs> Why is it my fault whenever we cross the border to the U.S. if the line I pick doesn't move as fast as the other ones? <laughs> How exactly did I pick the wrong lane? I love you guys. This is so hilarious. Thank you, Mark Shomrocks. Yeah, what is it that you get blamed for by your partner that is completely out of your control? You know what? Why? I have been blamed for that. For the for the the border for one. Not for not going in. Yeah. Oh, a breakthrough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that at at the heart of it, she knows it's not my fault. Right. <laughs> but it's frustrating to find yourself at the border, or I'll let somebody go. Just whatever line I pick. <laughs> yeah. If you ever see, if you ever see a show sticker. On the back of a car that has morning rock below it, I'm the only guy that has one in all of Montreal. Because mm-hmm. my wife made it for me. Just know if you're crossing into Plattsburgh and you see me in line, get into any other line. <laughs> Whatever line I'm in becomes the slowest line at the border. Just saying. I got a gunmetal gray, Nissan, Murano, Platinum. It's, it's impossible to miss. Stay away from me. Because I am poison when it comes there to crossing is. the border. I knew it. See, look, he's still, look, he's still waiting. <laughs> Nice choice, buddy. Uh, Something that your wife or your partner blames you for that's not your fault. Luke, what do you got? You know, when you're driving nicely, people cut you off, slow down, or they want to cut the line. Yeah. Me, I I just honk honk at them. You honk at them? Until they get annoyed. Okay. Just because I get annoyed, I get pissed off. I honk at them, and sometimes I go after them. Oh. Okay, so what you're saying is <laughs> your wife blames you for your road rage. Uh, road rage, yes and no. I, it's not really road rage yes. because me, I'm driving all the time. I spend my life on the road. Okay. So when I see stupidities like that or when it's too dangerous, I just go at the guys. What the fuck? Here's the thing. thing. When the question is, what's something your partner blames you for that is completely out of your control? That is completely within your control not to act like that. Yeah, I know, but it's it's stronger than me. I can't can't help it. I can't help it. Sorry. Fair enough. I can't help it. I mean, you know, there's so many. Look at all the big accidents that happened at the junction in 440 and 15. Yeah. Yeah. This is all about these stupid, sorry, stupid drivers. That want to cut the line and want to go faster. Yeah. Right. Well, we're not disagreeing with you. We're just saying, you know. I, I'm a truck driver, so I drove everywhere. Let me give and you an out-of-the-box idea. How about this? Yeah. Let your wife drive. Ooh. She doesn't like to drive. Okay. Does she not like to drive because your hands are also on the steering wheel? <laughs> no, 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 no. She basically doesn't like to drive. Sometimes I let her go. We get out of the house. She go for the driver's side. I don't say nothing. When she opened the door, she said, no, you drive. All the time. All the time. Well, we hope you feel better that you, that you got to vent with us this morning. Yeah.
Go right on. 11.97.7. I think that uh, this texter speaks for a lot of uh, people out there. <laughs> a lot of men, anyways. If a man speaks and there is no woman to hear him speak, is he still wrong? Well said. <laughs> I think we all know the answer to that. Get your day started with Jay Sharon and Chantal. Show 97.7. The one thing that seems automatic now, it seems like tipping has become literally an automatic thing. It used to be that you felt you had free will, that you had choice. Yeah. Now it's just, it's literally baked in. It really is. It's like the easy bake oven of Interact. It's just there the whole time. And uh, does every everything require a tip? Does every job des- deserve a tip? I don't know. You're sometimes at a counter and pretty much nothing has been done for you. Yet the option still exists. For instance, you go to a coffee shop and you just get a cookie. The cookie's beside the till. They grab it with the tongs. They place it in a bag and stick it in front of you. Does that deserve 15 to 25% of your purchase price? Well, I wonder too, because you sort of think, well, somebody made it, you know, and then you're tipping the kitchen. And I get that. But at the same time, do you not factor in all of that when you determine what the price of the thing is? Mm Mm-hmm. Like how much time you had to cook it or how much energy the person that, you know, you're paying by the hour, all that stuff is, I thought, predetermined. But now, like you said, it's really built into the uh, to the tap and pay. Like The average amount of times that you will more than likely tip someone this week is five. Wow. That's what we've become. But if you if you pull back and you get up with about a thousand feet above it, how many times do you not tip in the run of a week? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's true. It's like when you buy your groceries, which are grossly overpriced. Yes. And then when you go to make your purchase, you're then asked if you'd also like to donate. Yeah. And yet you feel bad if you don't donate. That's the the thing. But but at the same time, it's like, how about you as the store take, I don't know, three bucks off my $9 loaf of bread and my $14 bag of chips. And why don't you make the donation in my name instead of you getting the giant tax credit? How about that? How about that? How about it? How about that? And I guess, you know, and it's funny, too, because you don't have to feel bad. I think for the most part, people are making donations and, you know, securing a part of their, their what they earn yeah. to benefit from a, a, a tax rebate by making donations on your own. So that being said, it's funny, I, though. It's right in your face and you do feel bad. That being said, I also realize it's coming into the holiday season, which is when you're going to tip even more because you yeah. want everybody to, to have a nice Christmas. If you for celebrate sure. one, you can count on an extra 35% yep. from Jane Sharon. Yeah. Because Merry Christmas. Because Merry Christmas. Here you go. <laughs> Just take it, okay? <laughs> it's a Would You Rather Wednesday on Mornings Rock with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. Some deep thoughts from the shallow end of the pool. Good morning, Jay and Sharon. I love you. We love you, too. Oh, I love you back. I am totally the Irish good buyer, but for some reason, I have always... Always dated the Italian goodbye. <laughs> I also tend to be very polite and a bit of a people pleaser, so it's annoying. By the time my significant other is on his second or third goodbye, I could have been home. <laughs> anyway, I promise I will never pull an Irish goodbye on you guys. Have a great day. That's, again, from Tracy. You have to make sure you start saying goodbye as soon as you get there. Your Would You Rather Wednesday question <laughs> today for holiday parties this year. What would you rather? The Irish goodbye, which is where you're poof, a ghost? Where'd they go? They said they'd be back. Where's Jay? Jay's like, I'm going to have a dart and I'll be right back. And he was just gone. He lost his darts. The Ita- I left my darts in the car. The Italian the Italian goodbye is when you leave a party and say goodbye a thousand times. 
You got to make your way around the room. Oh my gosh! You got your coat on already, and your but partner's that, warm, and they're like, "The Uber's been here for ten minutes." But that's what you're supposed to do at the party. You're supposed to make your way around the room. Yes. I've been both, and I've been guilty of both, and I bet if Deb was listening now, she'd say, you're the long goodbye It's in our blood. It's in my family's blood, the long goodbye. But I'm at this stage in my life, and I think I'm uh, in a similar position to this texter who says, I think after the age of 55, you just become Italian for goodbyes. Right. That doesn't make any sense. That might make sense because after the age of 55, it could be your last one ever? I guess, maybe, but I was about to you know, extol the virtues of doing the opposite because I do spend time around the room and then by the end of the party, I'll say goodbye to the host and thank them very much quietly. Don't make a big deal. like to go and get the jacket on and stand mm-hmm. at the door and say, thank you, I love you, all goodbye. Try my, that. My move with my host is I always get in a really big thank you midway through the evening, three quarters of the way through the evening. Once I've realized that I'm having a good time yeah. and enjoying their party because it doesn't suck, I make a point of grabbing them in the kitchen. Maybe it's a hug or something like this. Hey, by the way, thanks for doing this. This has really been awesome. Really appreciate the invite. Yeah. And that's my out for, for my Irish a little bit later on. Well, so that if they... See you later. If they notice that you're gone, they'll, they'll be like, oh, well, the last thing he said was thank you. So that's fine. That's, that's what I remember. Mm-hmm. All right. So 11.97.7 for your Would You Rather Wednesday. What is your move? Is it the Irish goodbye where you just... Or the Italian goodbye where it's like, I oh, thought they I left an hour ago. I love you. Didn't you start saying goodbye an hour ago? <laughs> you did. <laughs> uh, 1197 or 514-790-0977. It's Mornings Rock with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. Holiday season is here, along with cold and flu season. Now you can drink yourself healthy this Christmas with Nogatussin, <laughs> the first cold medication made with the goodness of eggnog. Just one dose completely clogs your throat and sinus cavities, making it impossible for illness to enter your body. Plus, it has enough eggs, heavy cream, and brandy to kill an elephant, let alone a tiny little germ. <laughs> For our Jewish friends, try matzo ball supertussin. Extra strength Hanukkah formula. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Oh, and tons of cool presents, too. Happy Holidays from the Spirit of Rock. Show 97.7. Only two ways you can do it. On this Would You Rather Wednesday, you're leaving a holiday party this year. Do you rather the Irish exit? Like the wind. Roadrunner's like, maybe that was fast. (laughs) Or the Italian goodbye, which goes on forever. Lasts as long as a panettone does in your closet that nobody wants to eat. (laughs) We're getting a good uh, mix of both things and uh, nice emotion behind stuff, too. Like uh, Brad writing that he'd rather say goodbye to everyone. The reason is simple. At the parties I go to, I like everyone, and I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah. That is nice. Um, also along that line, and thank you very much, Fern and Villamard. He says, hey, guys, good morning. I used to be the guy that would put the coat on at the door and just say goodbye to everyone. And one year did that. And a few months later, my favorite aunt passed. That hit me hard for not taking time to say goodbye to her personally. Now when I leave a party or some gathering, I say my farewell to everyone there. Never want to feel this again. Happy holidays to you guys and to everyone at Showman. Back at you, Fern. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. My best friend's Italian, so him being in Toronto, when I do see him now, it's even harder to say goodbye, and he gets even angrier when I Irish exit because <laughs> I still do it. And he used to give me grief for it when I lived there. And now he's like, bro, I don't see you three times a year. And you do the Irish exit, I was like, well... It's kind of my jam. I was ready to, <laughs> I was ready to leave. But don't worry, 
I took some food from your fridge. <laughs> You're so nice <laughs> that way. Because I only stay three blocks away, I took a traveler from your bar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this qualifies, but there's usually a very loud universal goodbye given at the door with finger guns. And a special shout out to the host, maybe a wink. Oh. That is from Brando. Thanks, Brando. And um, this is uh, not signed because you don't want me to know your name because I might invite you somewhere. <laughs> if you never go to anything, you don't have to worry about goodbyes. Aw. <laughs> we'll invite you to something. That's what I hear. That's what I'm hearing in that text at the holidays. You want to be invited to something. How about this from Steve? Good morning, Jay and Sharon. We normally do the Italian version of the goodbye. Usually we're the last to leave the party, so it doesn't take very long. <laughs> Sharon said to me... <laughs> Uh, during the break, during while well, we were all listening to music really loudly, she said, you know, I recently had an experience where I was almost like out, outside of my own body watching myself do a long goodbye. Totally. I just was at a, a, a memorial service for my uncle on Sunday and speaking to uh, one of my cousin's daughters saying, you know, the famous long goodbye, it's in the blood. You know, that's why it always happens. And then I got to the door and I was with my other cousin and her husband and somebody asked him, like, we're at the door. And somebody said, so you still traveling? <laughs> so a conversation about travel came, but it was it was classic, and it was and I was looking at myself, going, "I'm in it. Yeah. This is happening." Yeah, and it, like no complaints. I was happy to to be there and and stuff, but it was just one of those. We were right at the door, and then somebody asked a question, and then just, yeah, it's funny. It just started. You're stuck inside <laughs> of a loop. It is always funny for one person. In the couple? <laughs> Thank you for all of your texts. But wait a second. One person in the couple, you are the person who said that you have ad admitted more than uh, once having thrown your beautiful wife over your shoulder. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She's warned ahead of time. If you don't stop talking, I'm going to come into the kitchen. I'm just going to put you over my shoulder and we're going to leave. And then as we're leaving, it sounds like this. I promise I'll eat the rest of it tomorrow. <laughs> and I have to move on. <laughs> uh, she's slight, so it's good that you can throw her over your shoulder still. The Morning's Rock Podcast. That's the fact, Jack! That's the fact, Jack! Amuse your own bush and the bushes of your friends <laughs> with these fun facts <laughs> as we roll into the second to last weekend before Christmas. Yeah. 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 Sure. All right. Yeah, because Christmas is on a Monday. There you go. Hey, fun fact, toast is scientifically more likely to land butter side down because, Jay, at table height, it usually only has time to execute a half somersault before it lands on the floor. And before falling, your toast is usually butter side up. And that just is the way it is. That's just life, Jay. Fun fact! Yeah? The original plan for the movie Gremlins mm -hmm. was, I kid you not, to use monkeys wearing masks. <laughs> when a test monkey freaked out, producers realized they'd have to use puppets. <laughs> Also a Christmas movie. Oh, nice. <laughs> I think I speak monkey. Hey, the busiest day of the year, fun fact, for KFC is Mother's Day. Yes, makes perfect sense. Literally my wife's favorite thing on, on Mother's Day. Really? Yes. Wow. Fun fact. Yeah. The word Karen Care Package, mm -hmm. originally an acronym for Cooperative for Assistance and Relief Everywhere. Oh. An organization called Care started in 1945 to send packages of food to people that are starving in Europe after World War II. And thankfully, we don't have any of that nastiness anymore. Right. Hey, fun fact, Jay. The word moron <laughs> was originally a medical term for a person with the intellect of an 8 to 12-year-old. Offended everywhere right now? 8 to 12-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> America's eighth biggest export is human and animal 
Blood. Ugh. It makes up 2.7% of total U.S. exports. Wow. Hey, yeah. Jay. Shut up. Fun fact. The best-selling song in French history is a Christmas song called Petit Papa Noel. Can oh. You, can you say that with me? Petit Papa Noel. Very nice. The second best-selling single of all time in France is this. On behalf <laughs> of my beautiful, wonderful partner, Sharon Highland, I would like to apologize to all my fellow wedding DJs who just experienced PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> ah, and finally, Subway's BMT sandwich was originally named after the Brooklyn-Manhattan Transit subway line. Now it stands for Bigger, Meatier, Tastier. Have you tried the soup at Subway? And I'm not talking about the tuna salad. <laughs> I always get the tuna where they ladle out your tuna under the bread. There's always that white puddle of tuna water. It's like a tuna gazpacho. Just want to bring in a really long straw and you're going. Oh, that's where I crossed the line. It's how Montreal wakes up. This is the Mornings Rock Podcast with Jay Sharon and Chantal. Shum 97.7. We leave you with some random stuff from the show. But first... <gasps> Bye. Bye. Que pasa, Jay? Do por favor. I am in for a bit. Gracias. Yeah. Ready? Here's some stuff you may have missed. The best and worst of the week that was completely out of context. It's Mornings Random. Man, my man needs a tooth. How can he talk about Frampton Comes Alive if he doesn't have a tooth? Frampton Comes Alive? <laughs> that time, I asked Alexa to make a fart sound. You're going the wrong way! Because I'm a chatty gal? A three-legged bear, officially known as tripod. Tits and bits. Something to make you, uh... Yo, Snot's running down his nose. Watch. Double fist and nog time. Peanut butter jelly time. Don't do that. A hundred bucks to spend at Okok. I know now why you wanted me to say what the prize was. It's like Candyman, but a different thing comes if you say it three times. <laughs> right. No! Stop it. You can keep your mornings rocking. Follow Shom, Jay, Sharon, and Chantal on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep the conversation rolling all day long.